Welcome to Didache, where we are studying to show ourselves approved, rightly dividing the word of truth so we can worship God in spirit and truth, deepening our knowledge of God, thereby enabling us to deepen our love for God. Here is your host, Justin Peters. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Justin Peters. I hope that you and your family are doing well today. I want to thank you so very much for joining me for this podcast. And I send you my greetings from room 126 in the Holiday Inn Express in Amelia, Virginia. I am here preaching at a church uh, in Amelia or near Amelia and uh, Amelia Courthouse. You might find it on the map. But a really good church. And if you happen to live in this area, I would commend to you Grace Harvest Baptist Church. Really good church, uh, really, really fine folks, just really nice and warm folks, doctrinally sound, uh, committed to expositional preaching. So if you live in this neck of the woods and you're looking for a good church, I would commend them to you. So uh, on to the subject matter at hand. I'm beginning a new series on my YouTube channel entitled, Why Are Charismatics So Weird? And the fact of the matter is, is they just are. And let me give a disclaimer, uh, because I know there will be these objections. I understand that not 100% of charismatics would go along with the kind of lunacy, quite honestly, that we see so much of in uh, charismatic circles. Not 100% of them would. And some have made the accusation against me and uh, the Strange Fire conference that was held eight years ago now, hard to believe. But uh, is that right? Nine years ago, going on nine years. But anyway, uh, one of the chief criticisms of the Strange Fire Conference is that uh, the Strange Fire Conference painted the uh, entire charismatic movement with a broad brush, and we were focusing on just the tiny fringe minority of the charismatic movement, and we were painting all charismatics as these heretics and um uh, charlatans and, and uh, crazy stuff, you know, that's, you're focusing on just the fringe of the charismatic movement. No, 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 no. That's not the fringe of the charismatic movement. The fringe of the charismatic movement would be people like John Piper and Wayne Grudem and Sam Storms. Uh, those are men who, who have a high view of the sovereignty of God, um, right understanding of the gospel, but they are charismatics. They, they believe that the apostolic gifts continue to be in operation today. Uh, but they would reject the kind of stuff that we'll be talking about on this series and what I talk about in Clouds Without Water and Kenneth Copeland and Benny Hinn and uh, Joyce Meyer, Joseph Prince and Andrew Womack and all that. They would have real problems with those kinds of folks. But uh, the fact of the matter is, is that those kind of folks are the mainstream of the charismatic movement. The fringe of the charismatic movement would be uh, these few few handful of men, you know, a small number of men who, who have a high view of the sovereignty of God, right understanding the gospel, but yet they are continuist or continuationist. They believe that those signed gifts continue to be in operation. But that they're the fringe. They're the fringe. The mainstream of the charismatic movement is word of faith, New Apostolic Reformation. Dr. Michael Brown uh, claims that the care, the um, Strange Fire Conference painted with that broad brush. You know, and you're just talking about the fringe of the charismatic movement. The fact of the matter is, Dr. Michael Brown 
is good, close, personal friends with Sid Roth. And Sid Roth has the, and has been for almost 40 years, I think 38 years as of uh, this recording in January of 2022. So he's been good, close, personal friends with Sid Roth and vouches for him up and down. And yet Sid Roth has some of the looniest, craziest guests on his program. Uh, without any hyperbole, I can honestly say that if someone were to hold a gun to my head and say, Justin, I want you to come up off the top of your head. I want you to come up with something crazier, loonier, nuttier than the last guest on Sid Rawls television program. I'd say pull the trigger. I got nothing. Uh, honestly, and that is, that is a reality of it. And so, in fact, in this video, we're going to be talking some about uh, Sid Roth. So, all of that to say, this is going to be a new series, and we're going to be looking at some of the just the weird stuff. Now, now, why is it that the Charismatics, who claim to have such a high view of the Holy Spirit, why is it that they would look at people like me, uh, cessationists, people like John MacArthur and Steve Lawson and you know, Paul Washer and those that, you know, that are those theological circles, they would, they would look at folks, uh, in our camp and they would say, Oh, you don't believe in the Holy spirit. You don't believe in the power of the Holy spirit. You have a low view of the Holy spirit of God on the contrary. My view of the Holy spirit is so high that I do not believe that someone can be indwelt by the Holy spirit of God and teach the things that these word faith, new apostolic reformation, charlatans and heretics teach and feel no conviction from the Holy Spirit. I do not believe they can be indwelt by him and have no conviction over their egregious heresies, their blatant false prophecies over and over and over. They've been proven false prophets so many times over. I do not believe that they can uh, put words in God's mouth that he emphatically did not say. I do not believe that they can intentionally deceive people the way that they do. Be indwelt by the Holy Spirit of God and feel no conviction about it. I don't believe it's possible. Uh, the Holy Spirit is not a weakling. He's strong. If he is strong enough to save us, he's strong enough to deliver us out of deception. And the very fact that these people teach these things for years and years and years, decade after decade after decade, they've been called upon, uh, they've been called to repent, and yet they refuse to do so. And you know, Todd White with his leg lengthening stick and uh, that fake routine and all that kind of stuff. I mean, the charismatic movement is rife with heresy. It is rife with deception. It is rife with just downright lunacy. And why is it that the movement that claims to have such a high view of the Holy Spirit is also the welcoming home to the worst heretics, the most brazen false prophets, the most obvious charlatans that have ever come forth to disgrace the name of Jesus Christ? Why is it that the charismatic movement is the welcoming home to all of those folks? If you see something nutty, if you see something crazy, if you hear of something that is blatantly heretical, coming from the evangelical world, be sure, be sure it comes from a charismatic. It's just reality. So um, with all that kind of rather uh, 
lengthy introduction. I just wanted to set the stage for this new series. So let us go now into our first video. Just going to talk about one uh, one video, but this is Sid Roth and on, on his program, It's Supernatural. And this was just uh, very recently. I, th I think I have to look up the date within the last uh, last few weeks. But uh, Sid Roth has as his guest a prophet, a false prophet named James Gall. And they are talking about a recent episode on a game show entitled Family Feud. Watch this. Hello, Sid Roth here. And how do you like this set? Another new show for the ISN network. Uh, James and Rachel Gall. James is the father. Rachel's the daughter, if you hadn't figured that out yet. The, the show was Family Feud. And my dad used to watch it, and he loved it. It's a family thing. And so I got hooked on it on growing up. So I even watch it to this day. Well, but, but you missed the best segment I did. that has ever occurred. This is a secular game show. Yeah. Uh, and it's kind of a cute show. Yeah. But that's not what got me so excited. <gasps> they had a woman, and this woman, uh, for a championship, had to do uh, really well. Yeah. And she started out by singing a song. Oh, but yeah. this is a secular television show. Uh. Uh, in fact, the host said, this never happened here before. I want you to see a few seconds of that right now. Let's roll it. China? Yes, sir. Carney did okay. She got 184. China, you need 16 <laughs> points to win. Okay. I'm going to ask you the same five questions you can Hold on. Okay. Holy Spirit, activate. Oh, no. Holy oh, Spirit, yeah. oh, activate. No. Holy Spirit, activate. Yeah. Activate. 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 All then. Holy Spirit, activate. Now, I'll show you that again. And apparently, I learned later, this is apparently the uh, musical group uh, Wilson Phillips or Wilson and Phillips or something like that. Uh, I guess back in the 80s, 90s or something like that. So I guess that's uh, these two ladies who were Wilson and Phillips. I don't know which one is which. Anyway, it doesn't matter. But I want to I show you this again. And look in the bottom right-hand corner. You might have missed it, but look in the bottom right-hand corner. It's got a little window there of James Gall um, <laughs> cutting a rug uh, as this goes on. Watch it again. Okay. I'm going to ask you the same five questions you can Hold on. Okay. Holy Spirit, activate. Oh, no. Holy oh, Spirit, yeah. oh, activate. No. Holy Spirit, yeah. activate. 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 Oh. All right, let's go. 11 years has never happened before. <laughs> Holy Spirit, activate. Holy Spirit, activate. I said, okay. Activate. Come on, you can do this. See what, next time you're down at the DMV, Holy Spirit, activate. How about the time you're sitting up there taking a test you ain't studied for? Holy Spirit, activate. Come on. Right I'm ready. James, did you ever see one of his shows like that? Not like that, and, but I'm going to get that, and I'm going to play it over and over well, and over. Well, I'm going I'm to tell you something. 
I've started proclaiming that. Mm. In fact, we just had an opening prayer, and that was how I started the prayer. That's Holy right. Spirit, activate. And I'll come in now that rock way is even better. So Sid Roth is so impressed by this Holy Spirit activate that he's now using it in his prayers to activate the Holy Spirit? Are you serious? Really? Psalm 121 verse 4, God does not sleep nor does he slumber. He does not need to be activated. Hebrews 1 verse 3, Jesus upholds all things by the word of his power. Friends, think about that. Don't let that escape you. He upholds all things by the word of his power, by the constant exertion of his power. Every atom in the entire universe right now is being held in its proper place by the constant exertion of the power of God. You could go to some far-flung galaxy that we've never even seen yet. Go out on some spiral arm of this far-flung galaxy, billions of light years away, find some star, drill down into the middle of that star, find one little teeny tiny little molecule of, of, of hydrogen or helium. And you know what? That little teeny tiny molecule in this far-flung star of a far-flung galaxy that we've not yet even discovered, do you know why it's there? Do you know why it's in the position that it's in right now? Because it's being held there by the constant exertion of the power of God. God does not need to be activated. He is always working. Do you know what would happen if God ever stopped working, even for a nanosecond? You know what would happen? The entire universe would vaporize, would cease to exist. The Holy Spirit does not need to be activated. But, uh-huh. And you know, there's something about singing that yeah. gets you into the spirit. That's that, right. That, I, I, I'll tell you, it's totally Come on, Sid. It's totally not. Sid, not, I want to hear you rap it. Oh, you want to <laughs> hear my rap? Come on, no, Sid. I Sid, tell I'm going to push I, you. But, what, oh, hey, come on you. now. That's Holy not fair. That's my, that's my job, Dave. Oh, you're right. <laughs> Holy Spirit, activate. Holy, Holy Spirit, activate. activate. Right, Wonder Brother. And for that, we'll need a little XOR handiwork. Wonder Twin Powers, activate! Form of a seagull! Holy Spirit, activate! I love it! Said Roth, I love it when you push, push, when you stretch, when you push. Said Roth is used to push us over the edge, yo! Holy Spirit, activate! Oh no! Holy oh, Spirit, activate! activate. Holy Spirit, activate. Holy Spirit, activate. Holy Spirit, activate. Your first, your second, your third. Wow. Okay. Okay. That's it? Cool. Awesome. They're not doing it to you. They're doing it to me. I know. Okay, dear ones. Holy Spirit, activate. The Holy Spirit of God does not need our activation. Leave it to charismatics to have a low view of the Holy Spirit. That is the great irony. The people who claim to have a high view of the Holy Spirit and would look at us and say, you have a low view of the Holy Spirit. No, no, no. It is they. It is they who have a very low view 
of the Holy Spirit of God. It is they who mock the Holy Spirit of God. It's in the charismatic camp, not ours. All right, dear ones, thank you very much for watching. Until our next time together, may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of His Holy Spirit, emphasis upon Holy Spirit, be with you all. Thank you for listening to Didache. We hope that you were encouraged and edified by what you just heard. If you have a question or comment for Justin, or are interested in more teaching resources, or would like to have him come and preach at your church or conference, you may contact him at justinpeters.org.